0: Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of the Product Powerhouse Podcast. I think today's going to be a fun episode. We are going to talk about something that happens to every single business owner on the planet. I don't think there has ever been a business owner who has never dealt with this problem. And if they say they haven't, I would call them a liar. That's a bold statement. I would never be so rude to someone. (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like, I would completely doubt what they were saying if they told me that they had launched or they had put out something and never gotten any sales. So, today's episode is four questions to ask yourself when something's not selling. So, whether that's a product, a new collection, everything, it could be everything. (laughs) Four questions to ask yourself. And we're kind of going to walk through those what to do, how to fix it, and do the best you can. So let's do this thing. Welcome to the Product Powerhouse Podcast, where we talk about what it's like to run a product-based business. We'll be sharing specific actionable tips for your online store, chatting with other shop owners to go behind the scenes of their successful product-based businesses, and having a blast talking shop. I'm your host, Erin Alexander. I'm the founder of Alexander Design Company, a web design and marketing agency for e-commerce businesses. We work with incredible entrepreneurs to create an unforgettable online presence for their shop. Now grab a nice coffee and let's chat. Four questions to ask when you're not making any sales or someone's not signing up or no one's signing up for your newsletter. Like what's really going on here? So the number one question that you wanna start with is, did I truly do enough marketing? I'm going to be completely honest with you guys and use my business as an example, although I don't sell products. You know, I have a service. I have some digital products and I've tried to create different things in my business and I have heard crickets before, or not even crickets, you know, like where you get no reply at all except for like that core group of like online friends you have who are always supporting you but not actually in your ideal client. in your audience so they don't purchase from you. We all have those also. But the number one problem I see when people say that they have a failed launch or no one's buying this is that they really truly didn't do enough marketing. You have to talk about your thing, whatever that thing is, whether it's a new product, a new collection, an opt-in, a program, whatever the thing is, you have to talk about it every single day to build excitement. You think it's overwhelming, you think it's annoying for people to hear the same thing over and over and over, but the thing is that they're not listening. <laughs> the people in your audience are not sitting there waiting and watching everything you do. They are busy with their own lives. They don't really think about your business as much as you think they do. I'm sorry to say it. I know we all wish that they like thought about us all the time, and maybe if we were like the coffee stand... No, I I probably think about the coffee stand all the time and like wonder when I'm going to get my next coffee. That is a rare instance. So problem I mostly see when people are are launching new things, is that they're not actually talking about it enough. Maybe they're sending one newsletter or talking about it on Instagram a couple of times, or they put up a single post in their Facebook group or Facebook page, and that's just not enough. You have to talk about it every single day for probably like two weeks, if not more, depending on like how much your thing costs, how, you know, what's the commitment level. You have to talk about it a lot. The most common problem I see is that Shop owners don't really have a marketing plan. They're like, oh, I just post to Instagram every single day. That's not really aligned with a strategy or anything like that. This is also a very common question I get when people aren't making sales. They'll tell me that they believe something is wrong with their website. Usually nothing is wrong with their website, even if it's like not designed the way I would design it people still buy from ugly websites. I wish it wasn't true. (laughs) Like, I I mean, I'm a designer. I'm a visual person. But it's the truth. People still buy from ugly websites. So usually the problem is that they didn't even hear about it. Even in my own mastermind, my friends are like, but have you talked about the club lately? Because we haven't heard you've been talking about it. So, you know, and they're like very attuned to my business. So people aren't hearing you're not doing enough marketing. That's the number one question to ask. If you want support around creating your marketing plan, I have a brand new workshop. I just hosted it live for the first time. It's available on demand now. It is called the Successful Shop System. And during that workshop, we create a 90-day marketing plan, walk through like how to choose what methods you want and which ones work best or for different types of audience growth and nurturing your audience. So you can find that at productpowerhouse.co slash workshop. It's a really great workshop. It's like an actual workshop. Like we have the workbook and we work through it together on the video. I think you're gonna love it. So check that out. It's totally free. Productpowerhouse.co slash workshop. And of course we'll have that link in the show notes, like always. Okay, so that's number one. That's like my rant. One, you're not marketing enough. Or did you do enough marketing? That's the question to ask yourself. Number two, this one kind of stings a little bit. Does my audience really want this? (sighs) I know that one hurts a little bit, but sometimes we want to put things out into the world that we love and it's not really what our audience is looking for. I have been guilty of this so many times in my own business. This happens all the time where we put out a new product and it's not really something that our audience was looking for and they just don't purchase it. They might be excited about the product. They might have clicked yes that they were interested in the Holes you did like because they love you and support you, but they might actually not be in the market for whatever the product is or whatever the thing is. So there's a few like kind of sub questions to ask yourself that can make this feel a little less personal. So is it the right season to buy the thing? A perfect example of this is how the retail stores put swimsuits up in February, and in my part of the state, it snows in February. It's so annoying to see the swimsuits up in February. But what's really frustrating is like when it's time to buy a swimsuit, say like late May, early June, there are no swimsuits. So it's very frustrating for consumers. And in the online space, we get to be a little more in the moment, which is really cool. So, you know, make sure the timing of your product is correct. If you're trying to sell swimsuits in February, it might be tough because people aren't ready to think about swimsuits yet. They're like, I just want to stop freezing or vice versa. If you're trying to sell a coat, it's not going to work if you're trying to sell a coat in June. So you kind of have to plan around the seasons. You know, that would be great for apparel. Some things like jewelry are always needed, but there might be some timing issues. Another one is, is there a reason to purchase it? So a really great example is right now, it's like two weeks until Mother's Day. And so all of the stores are focusing on Mother Day sales. And here's the funny thing. They have the same products available, but now it's a gift for mom. Even though they had this thing before on their website, suddenly it's a gift for mom. So it might be that your clients need a reason to buy the thing in order to get that sale. And the last kind of sub question I would think about is like, is this unique enough that it's not something like that people can just pick up anywhere. You know, like, is this a really interesting product that my audience is really wanting? Is it unique? So, you know, all those kind of wrap up into, does my audience really want this? Now, that doesn't mean that people don't purchase the thing or they don't sign up for the thing. It's that you have to think about what your specific audience is interested in, right? And that's that can be kind of tough to think about all the time. So you definitely want to do all of that ideal client research. I feel like this should be its own podcast episode. I'm more about like, what does the data say about my ideal client? I do think that there's some value to be had in those exercises where you're like writing down everything you know about your ideal client and their type of, you know, personality, but also look at the data, see what your, your ideal client is really already purchasing from you is a really great way to you know see does my audience really want this i love the ability to pull on instagram i do think it can be a little skewed but it does help you see like what is my audience really interested in what do they want to see from me question number 3 is did i do a good job of portraying the value now this is where the website comes into question When you are putting up a listing on your website, you're basically saying, Here's my thing. It's worth this amount. This is what it will do for you. Here's why you should buy it. And that is the photo, the description, the price. And that is helping you portray the value or say, This is how much this thing is worth. You know, don't take my word for it. Here's all the reasons why. Here's the picture. Here's how it looks this is a learning process. Every time you write a new description, a product description, you get better at it. Every time you take a new product photo, you get better at it. You know, pricing is definitely subjective. You know, you will learn like what your audience is willing to pay, how much you want them to pay, how much it's actually worth. But you have to do a good job of portraying that value through those pieces. It might be that you need to improve your skills. Maybe you need to take a workshop or a class or a course on taking better product photos. Or maybe you need to hire a product photographer. Or maybe you need to learn how to write better product descriptions. Maybe you need to take a copywriting class or, you know, really spend a lot of time creating those assets for the product. So you need those. Amazing product photography that's showing all the details, all the intricacies, you know, the scale, the quality. And then you need that product description that is selling people on the product. And those two things go hand in hand. And then you add in the price, which is saying, hey, you see these, you know, you see this picture and you see this description, and I'm telling you it's worth this much money. That's not always easy to do. (laughs) If you're telling me that a ring is worth, 200 of my dollars, you need to do a good job of portraying that. So that means crisp, clear, brightly lit photos, really good product descriptions. Tell me what it's made of. What's the stone? All of those pieces come together to create that. And sometimes it will seem like not enough time was put into creating the product listing. Maybe they had to rush it because they wanted to get it up super fast, or maybe they just need to develop the skills better. But this is going to be important and that's going to really help you figure out why something is not selling. These three things, the first three questions, did I do enough marketing? Does my audience really want this? Did I do a good job of portraying the value? Those are, you know, fixable. You can go through and you can figure out how to take better pictures or how to do a better job of portraying the value. You can talk to your audience and see if they really want the product, you know, like why is this not how's it not translating? And part of that could just be because you're not doing a good job portraying the value. And then did I do enough marketing? You can create a marketing plan. So the fourth question is, what can I learn from this? Because every time you have something that just doesn't go the way you want it, I don't want to say failure because I think putting something out there and trying is not a failure. Even if you didn't get any sales, I don't think it's a failure putting something out there, putting something new into the world is half the battle. So if it did not go according to plan, according to what you had hoped, what can you learn from this? You know, How can you fix it? Can you go through some of these points we've already talked about? Could you uplevel your skills and learn from that and then try again? Do you need to rethink the product? Do you need to come up with a better marketing plan? I want you to really think about what can I learn from the situation where it didn't go as I had hoped it would and write that down and keep track of that because the next time you launch something, it's going to be better. So I wanna give you a real life example in my own business. In the fall, I wanted to launch a mastermind. Like I wanted to bring women together, shop owners, a community and really create a tight knit community where we were supporting each other. We were helping each other through our goals and it was really like a place people wanted to hang out. So I created a mastermind and I wanted it to be a higher level or a higher price point because I really wanted people who were invested. And I got a lot of great feedback saying that people were interested, but the price point was just too much, which made me realize that I needed to to create the Product Powerhouse Club because they definitely want the community and they definitely want everything that the mastermind included, but they needed like a lower price point which means you know, changing the way it's going to work. So there's less one-on-one support, but they still get that community, which was the key to creating the mastermind and the club. And my audience told me what they wanted. So even though I struggled to get people signed up for the mastermind, when I launched the club a few months later, it was very successful. And it was really exciting because I had listened to what they told me And I did a better job of portraying the value. And I did enough marketing. That was actually the very first time I had followed through on a full-time marketing plan. Even though I have always known how to market, I don't always execute well. So I went through these four questions. How can I improve the sales or the signups for my next program that I wanted to launch? And I really took it as what can I learn from this? I never felt like a failure I never belittled myself about it. I just took that information and said, what can I learn from this? And what is my audience telling me that they want? And you can take that same approach with your products, your collections, whatever your thing is that we've been talking about throughout this episode. You can apply these things. And these same four questions is exactly questions I used to create the new thing, which was the Product Powerhouse Club. I hope you find that encouraging, inspiring. And if you kind of want more of this, the club is the perfect place to be. (laughs) It's a really great community of shop owners who are taking their business seriously and, you know, working together, collaborating, leaning on each other, sharing goals and learning. Definitely check out the club. You can find that at productpowerhouse.co slash club. There you go. Now you have four questions to ask yourself when you're not getting the sales you want to be seeing on your products. I'd also like to note that if you go through this and you make adjustments and you fix the things that don't seem to be working, it's going to set you up in the long run. Like when you create better product photos and when you create more accurate descriptions, that is better for SEO. So the work you do to improve and to figure out why things aren't selling the way you'd like them to sell helps you in the long run. So instead of just giving up and deleting the product, throwing in the towel, By going through this process of improving and tweaking and, you know, really getting down to the root of why things aren't selling, that's going to help you in the long run. It's going to keep your business flowing, even if you're not getting sales today. There's an added bonus to asking yourself these four questions. (laughs) All right, that's all I have for you today. I will see you next week on the podcast. Thank you for listening to the Product Powerhouse podcast. It means so much to me that you take the time out of your day to listen to this podcast. It's my favorite thing to create, and I am so grateful that you've taken the time to listen. If you enjoyed this podcast or you have listened to other episodes and enjoyed those, it would mean the world to me if you could take a minute out of your day to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps me get the show out to more people just like you who are out there trying to grow their own product-based business.